Hi there, I'm Sam Waldron. Welcome to 45 RPM, Music of the 40s and 50s. In the next hour, we are going back in time and place to a very special recording studio in Nashville, Tennessee. We'll hear 19 recordings that were made in RCA's Studio B, which is now a tourist attraction. When I visited the studio a few years ago, I remember hearing that it was where more than 1,000 hit records were made. We'll start with a recording by the Anita Kerr Singers, a backup group closely associated with Studio B, and their voices were part of hundreds of records from the 1950s and beyond. Here's what they sounded like. Anita Kerr Singers, and a sound that we're going to hear again and again this hour. Our theme today is RCA Victor's Studio B in Nashville, Tennessee. In two decades, from 1956 to 1977, this modest little building produced more than a thousand hit records, including about three of every five hits on the Billboard Country Music Chart. In 1958, Don Gibson wrote and recorded a number one hit record that was produced in Studio B, produced by Chet Atkins. The song was called Oh Lonesome Me, and Chet Atkins later covered it with his outstanding guitar skills and the backup voices of the Anita Kerr singers. So 
So here are those two recordings. Everybody's going out and having fun I'm just a fool for staying home and having none I can't get over how she set me free Oh, lonesome me A bad mistake I'm making by just hanging around I know that I should have some fun and paint the town a lovesick fool that's blind and just can't see Oh, lonesome me I bet she's not like me She's out fancy free Flirting with the boys with all her charms But I still love her so And brother, don't you know I'd welcome her right back here in my arms With some way I can lose these lonesome blues Forget about the past and find somebody new I've thought of everything from A to Z
The guitar of Chet Atkins, backed by the Anita Kerr singers and Oh Lonesome Me. Now here's a little story for you. On the fringes of the music scene in Nashville in the 1950s, a young songwriter put together songs for established performers like Patsy Cline and Ray Price. He needed to pay the rent and keep food on the table, and he did that by working as a disc jockey and selling Bibles door-to-door. In 1957, one day he walked into RCA Studio B and cut his very first record. The song was called No Place For Me, and the young songwriter's name was Willie Nelson. Your love is as cold as north wind blows And the river that runs to the sea How can I go on when your only love is gone I can see this is no place for me The light in your eyes is still shining It shines but it don't shine for me It's a story so old Another love grown cold I can see this is no place for me The light in your eyes is still shining It shines but it don't shine for me it's a story so old, another love grown cold. I can see this is no place for me. Willie Nelson and his very first recording. I'm Sam Waldron. You're listening to 45 RPM music of the 40s and 50s. Today we're focusing on music produced at RCA's Studio B in Nashville and on a couple of backup singing groups. Now, in this next recording, you'll once again hear the Anita Kerr singers. At one point, they're mimicking the sounds of church bells. The song was called The Three Bells, and it was a big hit for a group known as the Browns. There's a village hidden deep in the valley Among the pine trees half forlorn and there on a sunny morning little jimmy brown was born all the chapel bells were ringing in the little valley town and the song that they were singing was for baby jimmy brown then the little congregation prayed for guidance from above. Lead us not into temptation, bless this hour of meditation, guide him with eternal love. There's a village hidden deep in the valley, beneath the mountains high above. And there, twenty years thereafter, Jimmy was to meet his love. All the chapel bells were ringing. Twas a great day in his life. Cause the songs that they were singing 
paused for Jimmy and his wife. Then the little congregation prayed for guidance from above. Lead us not into temptation, bless the Lord this celebration. May their lives be filled with love. From the village, hidden deep in the valley, one rainy morning, dark and gray, a soul winged its way to heaven. Jimmy Brown had passed away. Just a lonely bell was ringing in the little valley town. Twas farewell that it was singing to our good old Jimmy Brown. And the little congregation prayed for guidance from above. Lead us not into temptation. May his soul find the salvation of thy great eternal love. The Browns and their big hit record for RCA, The Three Bells. Now, I want to introduce a second important group of backup singers, the Jordanaires. The Jordanaires had their roots in the late 1940s singing gospel, and in the early 50s, one of their biggest fans was a young man with an unusual name, Elvis Presley. So we can hear what Elvis heard. I'm going to play two recordings by the Jordanaires for you. First, an up-tempo gospel song, Somebody's Knocking at Your Door, and then a traditional American folk song across the wide Missouri. So, for the next five minutes, here are the Jordanaires. Somebody's knocking at your door. Knocking at your door. Knocking at your door. Somebody's knocking at your door. Somebody's knocking at your door. Somebody's knocking at your door Oh, sinner, why don't you answer? Somebody's knocking at your door Knocks like Jesus Somebody's knocking at your door Can't you hear him? Somebody's knocking at your door Oh, sinner, why don't you answer? Somebody's knocking at your door Somebody's knocking at your door Somebody's knocking at your door Somebody's knocking at your door. 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 Sinner, why don't you answer? Somebody's knocking at your door. Oh, sinner. 
knocking at your door. Backup singing group known as the Jordanaires. Starting in 1960, the Jordanaires backed up nearly every recording that Patsy Cline made until her death in a plane crash a few years later. At first, Cline didn't want their help in the studio. She didn't want to compete with them, and she insisted their voices had to remain in the background. You'll hear them, but only in the background, in her recording of The Wayward Wind.
Patsy Klein and the Wayward Wind. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s, and I'm Sam Waldron. Today our theme is the music that came out of RCA Studio B in Nashville in the 1950s. And right now, we're focused on a backup singing group, the Jordanaires. This group had a long history of working with one of RCA's big singing stars, Hank Snow. And when Snow recorded The Wayward Wind... It didn't bother him at all if they shared the spotlight. The result sounded like this. Oh, the wayward wind is a restless wind. A restless wind that yearns to wander. And I was Next of kin to the wayward wind. In a lonely shack by a railroad track, I spent my younger days. And I guess the sound of the outward bound made me a slave to my wandering ways. Oh, the wayward wind. Is a restless wind, a restless wind that yearns to wander, and I was born the 
stockade To the wayward wind Oh, I met a girl in a border town I vowed we'd never part Though I tried my best to settle down I'm now alone with a broken heart Oh, the wayward wind is a restless wind A restless wind that yearns to wander And I was born the next of kin Next of kin to the wayward wind, the wayward wind, the wayward wind, the wayward wind. Hank Snow and the Wayward Wind. Snow was known for his perfect diction, and he made hundreds of recordings. He especially liked railroad songs. So here, from an album called RCA Country Legends, is a track called Big Wheels. Just a game to me, I thought I'd never cry I thought she'd be the loser, but standing here am I And that long train is rolling, going somewhere And it's carrying her away from my side Yes, I cried, thought I'd die A broken heart is something that I have never had But I learned the hard way, didn't know it hurt so bad And them big wheels are turning, going somewhere Hank Snow and a Railroad Song from 1959. It was a top ten country hit for Snow, the Jordanaires, and for RCA Victor's Studio B in Nashville. Still ahead, Elvis Presley, Sonny James, Jim Reeves, and a couple of female singers with magnetic personalities and voices. I'm Sam Waldron, 
and in this hour of 45 RPM music of the 40s and 50s, we're focused on RCA Victor's Studio B in Nashville and the recording stars that made it a powerhouse of hit records. Elvis Presley began his recording career at Sun Records in Memphis, and backup singers weren't in style over there. But when Presley signed up with RCA, he knew exactly what group he wanted with him in the studio, the Jordanaires. Just one day after Elvis made his first recording for RCA, Chet Atkins called the Jordanaires and asked if they would come by and back up Elvis Presley to make a B-side for Heartbreak Hotel. They did, and the result was a song called I Was the One. Elvis did a fine job with this, but he wanted us all to hear the memorable voices of the Jordanaires as over and over again they sang Wah 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 Do. Presley and I Was the One. That was the very first time Elvis ever had backup singers, and the Jordanaires wound up recording with him, touring with him, and even performing with him on TV and in movies. In those days, backup singers didn't usually get credit on the records they made, but Elvis insisted that Jordanaires would always be named on his records, and they were. That certainly didn't hurt the group's career. 
RCA had another extremely popular group, and they certainly didn't need backup singers. Here are the Everly Brothers, and their most successful single record, Bye Bye Love. They say for every boy and girl, they're just one love in this whole world. And I know I found mine. The heavenly touch of your embrace tells me no one could take your place ever in my heart. Young A 
Just one kiss from your sweet lips will tell me that your love is real And I can feel that it's true We will vow to one another There will never be another love For you or for me Young love, first love with true devotion Young Sonny James from 1957, his number one country hit, and that was a million seller for RCA's Studio B in Nashville. Nashville was pretty much the center of the action for country music, but RCA had some outstanding mainstream performers too. In addition to Elvis Presley and the Everly Brothers, their stable included Brenda Lee, who recorded hundreds of songs in the 50s. In 1959, Lee had a number one pop chart hit, with a lively recording called Sweet Nothings. Uh-huh, honey. All right. My baby whispers in my ear. Baby, I keep them to myself. Sweet nothing. Mm, sweet nothing. We walk along hand in hand. Mm, sweet nothing. Yeah, we both understand. Mm, sweet nothing. Sitting in Give me that special look Sweet nothing enough for tonight. Sweet nothing. Mm, sweet nothing. Mm, sweet nothing. Sweet nothing. From 1959, Brenda Lee. I'm Sam Waldron. 
You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. Our theme today is the music that came out of RCA Victor's Studio B in Nashville. That studio was operational from 1956 to 1977, but we are mostly sticking to records made there in the 1950s. However, you're such a good audience, I've decided to make an exception. If you keep it to yourself and don't tell anyone, well, we'll be okay. That exception is a recording made in Studio B, and it led to the first Grammy Award ever given to a female country singer. Her name was Dottie West. She's regarded as one of the most influential country performers of the 20th century, alongside Patsy Cline and Loretta Lynn. In 1964, Dottie West was trying to make it in Nashville, and she signed a recording contract with RCA. She decided her first record there should be something that she wrote. So she and her husband, Bill, wrote the song in just one day, and Here Comes My Baby Back Again became a million seller. Never was a house like the Tennessee Star. Along about 18 to 25, I left Tennessee very much alive. 
I never would have got to the Arkansas mud if I hadn't been a riding on the Tennessee stud. I had some trouble with my sweetheart's paw. One of her brothers was a bad outlaw. I sent her a letter by my uncle Fudd, and I rode away on the Tennessee stud. The Tennessee stud was long and lean, the color of the sun, and his eyes were green. He had the nerve and he had the blood And there never was a horse like the Tennessee Stud We drifted on down into no man's land We crossed the river called the Rio Grande I raced my horse with the Spaniard's pole Till I got me a skin full of silver and gold me and a gambler, we couldn't agree We got in a fight over Tennessee We jerked our guns, he fell with a thud And I got away on the Tennessee stud Well, I got as lonesome as a man can be A dreaming of my girl in Tennessee the Tennessee stud's green eyes turned blue Cause he was a-dreamin' of a sweetheart, too We loped right on across Arkansas I whooped her brother and I whooped her paw I found that girl with the golden hair And she was a-ridin' on the Tennessee mare The Tennessee stud was long and lean The color of the sun and his eyes were green he had the nerve and he had the blood And there never was a horse like the Tennessee Stud Stir up to stir up and side by side We crossed the mountains and the valleys wide We came to Big Muddy and we forded the flood On the Tennessee Mare and the Tennessee Stud Put a little baby on the cabin floor Little horse coat playing around the door I love the girl with the golden hair And the Tennessee stud loves the Tennessee mare The Tennessee stud was long and lean The color of the sun and his eyes were green He had the nerve and he had the blood And there never was a horse like the Tennessee stud From 1959, Eddie Arnold and the Tennessee Stud, a record that rose to number four on the Billboard Hot 100 and number five on the country music chart. RCA had another standout singer who came up with a lot of top country hits, and his recordings often found their way pretty high up onto the Billboard Hot 100 as well. His name was Jim Reeves. He originally wanted to be a professional baseball player, and dropped out of college to play for a minor league team. But that career was cut short by an injury, and soon Reams found he could cash in on his deep voice and perfect diction and become a popular singer. Jim Reams' recording of He'll Have to Go rose to number one on the country chart and number two on the pop chart. Put your sweet lips a little closer to the phone Let's pretend that we're together all alone I'll tell the man 
to turn the jukebox way down low And you can tell your friend there with you He'll have to go Whisper to me Tell me do you love me true Or is he holding you The way I do Though love is blind Make up your mind I've got to know Should I hang up Or will you tell him He'll have to go You can't say The words I want to hear While you're with Another man Do you want me Answer yes or no Darling I Will understand Put your sweet lips A little closer to the phone Let's pretend that we're together all alone I'll tell the man to turn the jukebox way down low And you can tell your friend there with you You'll have to go Simple, recorded by the Anita Kerr Singers. They were regulars at RCA Studio B, and they lent their harmonious sound as backup singers to hundreds of records over the years. When I took a tour of Studio B, our guide played parts of some of the most successful songs that were recorded there, and when he started playing this next song, 
In less than two seconds, I said, that's Skeeter Davis and the end of the world. Now, how did I know that? From the very first seconds of the recording, all the way to the end, you can hear a simple melody played over and over on a Steinway that was Elvis Presley's all-time favorite piano. Davis and a recording that was number two on the country chart, number two on the Billboard Hot 100, and reached number one on the adult contemporary bestseller list. When I was a kid, my parents bought us a picture book called The Little Engine That Could, an inspirational story about a cute locomotive that, through hard work and persistence, accomplished what some bigger engines just couldn't do. For about 20 years, until it was replaced by a larger and more modern facility, RCA Victor's Studio B in Nashville was the little studio that could. Thanks in part to the management of Chet Atkins, Studio B launched and nurtured a lot of careers and brought us some great music, from Oh Lonesome Me and Heartbreak Hotel in 1956 to Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You 16 years later. So maybe it's no surprise that this little building on the corner of Music Square West and Roy Acuff Place is on the National Park Service Registry 
of historic places. I'm Sam Waldron. I'm glad we could share these memories of long-ago days and analog music recording. And from all of us at 45 RPM, here's wishing you a good day, a good week, and so long for now.